0: Thank you and good morning and welcome to another edition of Ask BBB. Linda Smith will join us later on the program to talk about the Better Business Bureau, what it is, what it does, and how it helps businesses and consumers. This morning, we're going to be talking to people who help you make an impression. If you run a business of any size or are part of an organization that needs to create brand awareness, you'll want to stay tuned to learn from marketing expert Steve Levchuk, president of Talbot Marketing. But right now... We welcome another person who can help us make a good impression, this time on a personal level, as we welcome Kurt Collins, president of Collins Formal Well. Good morning, Kurt, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to have you along. Kurt, the the Collins name has been recognized for quite some time in London as a clothing retailer in the formal rental business. Are people surprised when they uh, visit your website and learn that Collins has Mm -hmm. dealers coast-to-coast in Canada?
1: Yes, they certainly are. Uh, we were founded here in London in 1965, but we've expanded to seven corporate stores and a dealer network across Canada uh, of about 200 locations. So it allows our clients to get fitted, measured, and pick up their rentals virtually at any city across across Canada.
0: It seems that formal wear rental is a declining business, and here you are expanding across uh, Canada. Some of the big names, uh, like uh, Sid Silver of Toronto, Bud Gowan here in our city, are gone. How is it that Collins has survived and expanded, Kurt? Well, uh, a lot of
1: hard work for sure, but you know keeping ahead of the trends was a big thing. you know tuxedo rentals were known uh, for being frumpy and, and old and, and not well fitted. And, and we basically bucked the trend by renewing our inventory constantly, giving the clients what they wanted with new fashions, new trends, slim fits. and it worked to our advantage. you know when uh, when our largest competitor came into the market, Moores many, many years ago, uh, they lowered the prices and, and we actually maintained our prices or raised them to give the clients a better quality garment and better service. And uh, we were very, very fortunate to to hit the needs of the clients.
0: Besides formal rentals, uh, you do retail men's clothing as well. Uh, is that an extension of the rental business or is it more a, a staple of the company now?
1: Um, I would say it's a staple. In our corporate locations, it's definitely a staple. Across Canada, it's not, obviously, but um, – you know, the formal wear business is very seasonal with weddings, so we, we looked uh, ahead and, and made sure that we were going to be viable year-round. So we added many services. Our biggest service is obviously clothing, so clothing for men of any sort.
0: Speaking of planning ahead, how far ahead would a wedding party have to uh, book to be able to be sure that they got what they wanted?
1: Well, we, we suggest six, minimum six months uh, because it's such a short season and our inventory does get booked up pretty quickly. We want to see people six to eight months before the wedding for sure.
0: Do you allow grooms to choose on their own or do they have to bring the, the prospective bride? We'll say a little of each. <laughs> <laughs> How has online shopping uh, affected your business?
1: I don't think it has. I mean uh, some staple products like T-shirts and things I'm sure do well online. But for specialty clothing such as ours, uh, people want to see it. They want to feel it. They want to try it on. They want to get the right fit. Um we do online sales ourselves, but it's, you know, people get an idea for what they want, and then they come in and they want to try it on and, and see the actual fit of the garment and the quality of the fabrics and, and things such as that. So I'm not overly concerned about it changing. Uh, again, for the staple products, I think it will. But for the specialty fashion items, I you know, people want to come into a specialty store.
0: You talked about uh, trends and you staying ahead of trends. How, how do you do that?
1: Well, uh, it's my passion. So... We spend a lot of time online looking at trends. We do attend a lot of shows, a lot of marketplaces to see uh, different product lines, different uh, different suppliers. And, and, you know, we have one distinct advantage over most clothing stores is we're in two different industries. We have the rental industry. We have the menswear industry. So we get to see trends coming from both sides of the industry. and allows us to focus on the best uh, trends in both of our markets, essentially.
0: Now, you've been renting uh, formal wear for a long time, and I hear that. Rental of clothing is something that's starting to happen. Is that a trend that's that you see uh, developing?
1: We do because people want um, they want change, right? Today's a throwaway world, so they want to wear a shirt once or twice and then move on, right? Um, so it's something we're looking into for sure. For sure, hmm.
0: this is the age of minimalism. Uh, people won't want to have so much in their closet. So if we're going that route, or for anybody, what what's the basic? wardrobe, what should it be? What are the essentials? Well,
1: I think a dark navy suit would be your, your number one item you should have in your closet. It allows you to attend weddings, funerals, any special occasions. Um, you can use the dress pants with a nice sport shirt, something like that. So a nice navy suit with a nice sports shirt you can put a tie on with, brown shoes and a brown belt would be my first recommendation for anybody.
0: Yeah, um, and that's something that always surprises me, that the brown shoes are in, because there was a time when you just didn't wear brown shoes unless it was a brown outfit.
1: When, and now we're you don't wear black shoes unless you're wearing a black <laughs> outfit. So it, uh, brown goes with everything but black, basically.
0: When we're planning a wardrobe or purchasing a wardrobe, there's a really wide range of price, and you alluded to it when you talked about competitors. What determines that range?
1: Just the quality of the garment. You know, uh, we always recommend to any of our clients that you shop at local specialty stores. Uh, where you, a lot of times where you can meet the owners or the managers, and they have a choice in picking what they're selling, it allows them to see the garment and feel the garment before you present it on the floor. Where a lot of box stores, you know, they get what they get and and they have to sell what they get basically. And they're not overly concerned about quality. So, you know, you find a lot of offs and seconds and thirds in these box stores. Um, You know, local specialty stores and menswear stores aren't going to offer that type of product. They're going to offer you the best of the best.
0: Do you help your clients understand what makes the product a little better? How do we know the the fabric is better, that the the, the shirt is going to last uh, 20 years or so.
1: Well, again, we're a little unique in the sense that we have our own dry cleaning facility. So uh, before any retail products hit our floors, we actually do testing of the products prior to it hitting the floor. So a salesman will tell you everything he needs to tell you about a product, but we actually test it before we put it on the floor so we know what the product's going to do before it goes in the client's backs.
0: Are there some things you could tell me that would help me determine whether or not the fabric is right or, or that the piece is really worth the, the $3,000 or $4,000?
1: Well, in today's world, about six to seven hundred dollars suit is what I would suggest, and that you know, wool is obviously your best option for suits. Um, anything over twelve, fifteen hundred dollars, you're you know, you're paying for labels a lot of times. But um, just a good quality fabric of wool, cottons, those are the best things to look for.
0: Do you have clients who, who depend on you to keep their wardrobe up to date?
1: Certainly. Um, you know, we do wardrobe consultations. We also do alterations and dry cleaning. So many of our clients come back to get their garments cleaned, tailored. Um, you can bring to life uh, an old garment by having it retailered, uh narrowed down in the legs and things such as that. So we have a lot of our clients that come back month after month to keep uh, to keep the wardrobe fresh.
0: Not just because uh, our weight or size yeah. has changed a bit, but uh, you can change it in terms of fashion as well.
1: Oh, certainly, yeah. Like trousers is the biggest thing, you know. Two or three years ago, the standard bottom of a trouser was 17 or 18 inches, and now we're down to 14, 13, 15-inch bottoms. So we can tailor all your existing dress pants down for you and Give them a fresh look if the quality is still there for you.
0: Bearing in mind that uh, Collins is Canada-wide, uh, you have a lot of people that uh, work with you uh, and and for you. How do you maintain the trust and integrity that uh, is needed when you deal with people on such a personal level?
1: Well, again, back to a family business, right? We're, our staff are, are much more than staff. They're family. They've been with us for a long time. Uh, We treat them right, we give them long-term benefits, we give them retirement packages, employment benefits. So we give them what they need to be a part of our family, and they take the the business as if it's their own, and they treat the the customers and everybody else as if it's their own business. And that's very, very important to us, and that's why we're very, very big on supporting local family businesses and keeping the, the business in local companies.
0: Well, Kurt, we want to thank you for taking time to join us here on Ask BBB this morning.
1: Well, thank you very much for having me.
0: You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest has been Kurt Collins, who is the owner of Collins Formal Wear, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario with an A-plus rating. If you search under Formal wear, Men's Clothing, or Tuxedo Rental in the BBB directory, you'll find them. We'll return in a moment to hear from a company that's been helping businesses make a mark for over 100 years. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. Linda will join us later to talk about what the Better Business Bureau is and how it helps consumers and businesses. Well, we're now nearly 20 years into the new millennium, and a lot of things have changed in the world of communications and marketing. And our guest right now on Ask BBB is Steve Levchuk, who is president and CEO of Talbot Marketing, Inc., Good morning and welcome to Ask BBB, Steve.
2: Hey, good morning, Jim. It's great to be with you.
0: Steve, I'm going to admit to you that although I've been aware of Talbot marketing for some time, I did not realize just how long the company has been around. So, what sort of marketing products would be used in 1886?
2: Yeah, yeah, you're, uh, I, 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 I believe, uh, Talbot's one of the jewels of the, the London community being around, uh, for over 130 years, over 135 years. And when you think about it, there was two, uh, two world wars in that time and Talbot never ever ceased operation. It continued, to uh, continue to, uh, uh, produce products. So, to do your point, uh, your question, what we produced in, back in 1886, uh, calendars. Calendars okay. were uh, a big uh, – big uh, uh, I think they were the number one staple product uh, that we sold back then. And wooden pencils. Wooden pencils
0: were an, another <laughs> big, big, big – I remember both of them. In fact, <laughs> there were people that used to make circuits to f- get the calendars. Uh, from various businesses, and that was the art on their wall. That, that, that's that's true. That's true. That's true. Marketing's a pretty broad term, Steve. It's used to reference a number of activities in the sales cycle. So when we hear Talbot Marketing, what do you hope that people are thinking?
2: Yeah, we we hope when you think of Talbot, we want you to think of if we're the brand. We're, we're helping. We're the brand experts. Promotional products. We want you to think of. We want you to think of corporate apparel and professional uniforms. Um, like you said, it is very, very broad. But when we come to, when you think of Talbot, promotional products, professional uniforms, and corporate apparel, and so, fabulous
0: service. So you put your brand on things that people touch. Absolutely, we we we, we sell we
2: sell tangible, tactile items. And all we do—the everyday items that people use every day, look at every day, refer to every day—and we put our clients' advertising messages or logo uh, on it where they're referred to day in, day out, minute after minute, hour after hour. So, what is the range of those
0: those items?
2: That 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 in lies one of the difficulties in our business because there's literally hundreds and hundreds of thousands of items that you can put a an imprint on, uh, ranging from a writing instrument. To premiums, uh, three thousand dollar TVs, where we'll put a, a logo on on it. So the 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 scope of our product offering is
0: literally endless. Okay, endless. So, so how do you help a client then determine what portion of their marketing or advertising budget they should devote yeah. to these items? Well, our,
2: our first our first go around is one hundred percent of their advertising, <laughs> but
0: but we realize
2: that's not realistic. A realistic a realistic approach. They they should. All all forms of advertising should make up their mix to be totally effective. They should be using some radio. They should be using some print. They should be, and they should be using some promotional products. So it definitely should be a part of the mix. How much that is, we it's it's on an individual basis. I know some small business operators promotional products will represent ninety percent of their um, advertising. spend where other fortune 500 product, uh, companies uh, the their their av- their promotional product spend uh, uh, uniform spend may represent 10% of their overall so it just depends on the client and the size of the budget
0: they have so you do some consultation then absolutely over that absolutely so what what types of businesses can benefit by having employees wear a uniform that's yeah. that's branded
2: yeah. Good good, good question. See, we're huge. I think any business, but the ones where we're, we f- focus on and that tend to come to us are public service. When you're out in the public, um, people are coming to the door all the time. If they're dressed nice in a professional uniform, I think it just enhances the brand image of the company. Um, another great customer I'm thinking of is uh, uh, delivery, delivery services. When you're when people are making a delivery, companies are making a delivery to a household. Do you want them wearing the shirt tails out or something? I think a professional uniform gives that professional look that I think most companies
0: want. Um, so anybody from pizza delivery to the absolutely. HVAC guy to anybody that comes to the house, Ab- absolutely. Or the or the other thing is for safety,
2: for awareness that you want to know, hey, I'm here. I'm I, I'm, I'm a professional and here's my badge and here's my uniform. Uh, there's a safety aspect of it. So big, some of the big areas we uh, are uh, public safety, transit, uh, security, uh, hospitality industry, restaurants, hotels, that type of thing.
0: Do you deal with small businesses as well as large corporations and, and one-offs?
2: Yeah, yeah. Talbot's business, since, since our, our business is right across Canada – uh, we operate in every province. We have 156 sales partners from coast to coast. Uh, so, a lot of Talbot's business is is done on main. It's not necessarily Bay Street. It's on Main Street, Canada. How do
0: you maintain trust and integrity with your company and your your customers,
2: yeah. Jim? That's that's pretty much paramount to what Talbot Talbot is. Because to be honest, we don't make anything. Uh, we don't offer anything unique. You can get what Talbot offers through literally thousands and thousands of other companies around the Canada. Uh, but we feel when, some, when our customers come to us, they put it out of their mind because they know it's going to be done right, on time, and it's going to be what they want. Uh, so we feel if we can do that day in and day out, the customers trust us, they believe in us, and we're going to win at the end of the day because they're going to continue to reward us with their business because they believe in us.
0: Well, we want to thank you, Steve, for taking time to join us here on Ask BBB this morning and uh, continued success. Thank you, Jim. This is Ask BBB, and our guest has been Steve Ludzchuk, who is president and CEO of Talbot Marketing, Inc., an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. When we return, we'll be joined by Linda Smith, CEO and president of the BBB, serving Western Ontario. And welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan.
3: And I'm Linda Smith. Well, what
0: is a Better Business Bureau or BBB, Linda?
3: A Better Business Bureau or BBB is a nonprofit is made up of a group of businesses who have gotten together for the promotion and protection of legitimate business. Everything that BBB does is designed to strengthen reputable businesses and at the same time protect the public. BBB's job is to make sure every dollar spent in its jurisdiction is spent with legitimate businesses who embrace values of trust and integrity.
0: Okay, so how does the BBB do that? What, what does the BBB do?
3: BBB helps people find and recommend businesses, brands and charities they can trust. Uh, people today are overwhelmed with choices and often unsure about where to find verified, unbiased information. There are more than 30 million businesses in North America alone, and hundreds of thousands of sites around the world where people shop online. There are thousands of free and subscription websites that offer a range of information, including reviews, reports, directories, listings, and gripe sites. The Better Business Bureau is the one place you can find it all. Linda, how,
0: how long has the BBB been around?
3: Uh, We were originally called vigilance committees or advertising clubs, and the first Better Business bureaus were established in the early 1900s. Mm. Their goal was to correct advertising abuses. In response to marketplace demands, BBB quickly expanded to monitor business performance and provide consumers with vital information to avoid the pitfalls in this marketplace. The BBB monitors the marketplace for deceptive advertising deceptive sales tactics, fraud, misleading charitable appeals, and fly-by-night scams.
0: So businesses can apply for accreditation to become part of the BBB. Do do BBBs uh, monitor accredited businesses for continuing compliance with the standards, Linda?
3: Yes, we do. Every BBB-accredited business is monitored for continuing adherence to BBB standards. Prior to renewing a business, BBB does a thorough investigation to ensure they are adhering to the Code of Business Practices. There are several principles a business must agree to adhere to on an ongoing basis and include building trust, advertise honestly, tell the truth, be transparent, honor promises, be responsive. And Safeguard Privacy.
0: So what happens when a business isn't honoring any of these standards, Linda?
3: We try to work with those businesses as best we can to set them on the right track. But if a business refuses to stand by the standards, their accreditation is revoked.
0: Okay. Uh, now, BBBs rate businesses. We see. We always say that uh, our company is one with an A-plus rating. Uh, what goes into that rating?
3: The BBB grade is based on BBB file information about the business. BBB ratings are dynamic and change based on the number of marketplace factors. Several factors that go into that rating are complaints, time in business, advertising issues, a business's response to complaints, government actions, and more. Uh,
0: What can BBB do to stop ripoffs or scams that we talk about?
3: Although the Better Business Bureau does not have legal and policing powers, we provide information about marketplace fraud through alerts on scams to the public. We educate consumers and business owners. We work closely with local, provincial, and federal law enforcement agencies, providing them with valuable information on potential frauds. We are often the first organization to know about a developing scam and alert authorities and the public. When a scam develops in one part of the country, the news travels quickly between BBBs in the U.S. and Canada that, in turn, alert the public in their respective communities.
0: So if a person knows about a scam, what can they do?
3: BBB has a scam resource centre where you can report and research potential scams. If you think you may have been scammed, go to bbb.org backslash scam tracker to report the scam. Once we received a scam report, we investigate and report on it to warn the public.
0: Well, that gives us some idea of what BBB is and uh, how it functions, Linda. Um, And, of course, uh, people can get more if they go to BBB.org.
3: And, Linda, that's about our time for this edition of Ask BBB. You can always ask BBB. Uh, Visit the website at BBB.org. Or contact
0: us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT.
3: If you are a business owner and are interested in becoming a BBB accredited business, call us or go online to BBB.org backslash Western-Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.